0: Well, our new testament reading this morning is from paul's letter to the corinthians and the section we heard was the introductory part of the letter it is packed with many important things but i want us to focus and i think paul did too on two words that get repeated over and over call or some form of the verb calling happens five times and jesus which happens nine times. Paul is called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus. The church in Corinth is called to be saints. And the recipients of the letter are called into fellowship with God's son, Jesus Christ. Well, what does it mean to be called by God? I've been thinking about the verb call recently from a very practical point of view because Richard and I got a puppy and we're going to training school on Monday nights. We owners are being trained in how to be effective callers, the kind of callers that our dogs will pay attention to and obey. So here's a little description of Monday night and I'm sharing it not just because I am smitten with our puppy that is neither here nor there. But because there's something apparent about the very nature of calling that is important, even in the psychology of domesticated creatures and their owners, has some of the mark of God in creation. First, it's important for you to know the setup. It's a large room filled with barking dogs sniffing and leash pulling there's a lot of distraction a lot of ambient noise and that when you think about it is really a lot like Corinth the city where this letter of Paul's is first being read it was a busy place before Paul came sharing the gospel it was a city of Gentiles pagan people Who were worshiping multiple gods, the Corinthians were distracted by so many voices calling on the names of so many different gods in the hopes of finding success or happiness or power. So, there we dog owners are in a room that is the canine equivalent of Corinth. And the trainer tells us two very profound things about how we become effective callers. We never coerce. In the midst of the mayhem, we are not supposed to yank on the leash. We are not supposed to drag our dogs into obedience. After all, the point is that one day, our dogs won't even need leashes. They will be so focused on us and so willing, they won't have to be physically attached. So no coercion. And we're not supposed to bribe them. No dangling steaks, no bits of pizza or bacon in our pockets. And this is what was really interesting. The trainer says, My dogs always have a choice whether they're gonna work with me. But when they do, I make it worth their while. Well, as we started working with Inga, using these principles, no coercion, no bribery, making it worth her while, in that large room that was filled with distractions, I realized there were some parallels in the way that we were learning to be effective callers, and the way that God calls each of us. First, we are not coerced. God does not yank. He does not force us to listen to him. In fact, for the most part, it requires effort and attention to hear God's voice. Many of you here today may even wonder, have I been called by God? Have I ever heard his voice? There are so many other distracting voices around. Well, I am here to assure you, and it doesn't matter what age you are, that you have been called by God. Why do you think you're here? To pray for the Titans? Maybe. You are here because you've been called by God who is faithful and has called you into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Whatever other agendas may be at play, I've always come. My mother made me come. My girlfriend sings in the choir. I'm hoping to meet some friends. I'm secretly hoping to be put up for membership at the Melmead Country Club. It makes me feel at peace. Whatever may be the presenting reason for your being here, I want you to consider, I want you to know that today Jesus has called you personally to follow him. That's why you're here. As our text puts it, to call upon the name of our Lord Jesus. That was the single criterion of membership in the early church. There were other criterion that started to accumulate it, but in the beginning, it was those who called on the name of Jesus that were the members of the early church. And that links the Christian church back to ancient Israel, who were the people who called on the name of the Lord. Paul makes it clear that Jesus is God's anointed king sent to rule and all those who call on his name are in fellowship with God and one another. Think of the way Jesus calls people. We just heard about it in the Gospel of John. There are those curious disciples. They've been following John the Baptist around, and then they see Jews, Jesus, and there's something about him that they can't quite resist. And so they're following him, and Jesus turns around and asks them, what are you looking for? And they ask him some question. I actually don't remember what it is. Maybe where are you? Where are you going? Where are you hanging out? And he says, come and see. That's how Jesus calls us. It's effective. It is not coercive. Come and see. I think he called Nathaniel the same way. So God does not coerce us. which means that we have full freedom in our response to that call. You have been called today. You have freedom in how you respond. God does not bribe us into following him either. And that's, uh, there's, a, there's a difference between bribery and reward. The trainer was big on rewarding her dogs. There was lots of loving praise and also some disgusting, smelly treats made of heaven knows what. But God does not bribe us because that would diminish our freedom To choose obedience out of love, out of trust, out of relationship, out of knowing God's character, rather than choosing just out of opportunism. Now, I know that there are scientists who have recently tried to prove that gods are just, I mean dogs, excuse me. Dogs are just opportunists, but that is ridiculous. Dogs are not just opportunists. Anybody who has a dog knows that. They love relationship. God does not bribe us, but he does make it worth our while to work with him. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light." a way that being obedient to God's call that following Jesus satisfies us more deeply than anything could oh taste and see that the Lord he is good now I'm not talking about God giving us good things although he can give us good things and he does give us good things But this is a problem to think of God as bribing. I I know that there's sort of a health and wealth gospel out there that, that says if you say these prayers and you believe in Jesus, you will be rich and you'll be beautiful and you'll be happy and you won't ever have anything wrong and you won't get sick. And that's just not true. That's not what God promises. He actually promises something better. He promises himself God can give us good things, but to a certain rich young ruler, Jesus says, sell everything you have and follow me. Sometimes God asks us to give the good things away. And Jesus said that knowing that he could satisfy that man more than anything he already had stored up in his bank or in his riding stable or at his country club or in his wine cellar. The satisfaction that God offers is the deepest satisfaction of your soul. He cannot be matched as the lover of your soul. Which is why he can say, pick up your cross and follow me. He's not a bribing God, but he is in himself so good, so full of love, that he's asking us to do even the most difficult things. But we can trust his voice, his motive, his outcome. He is, as the Gospel of John says, the Lamb of God who came to take away the sin of the world. We saw him on the cross. We know his motives. We know his heart and we know his outcome because it didn't end at the cross it was just a beginning he was raised on the third day and he invites you into his resurrection life his full resurrection feasting life and we're promised his presence his companionship we need to be aware that his presence is with us in our prayer life and This is one of the reasons that these these small groups that you're being invited into, these cards and the pews, it is in small groups that we become aware of God's work in our life and the life of those around us. It's so easy to forget what God has been doing. I, uh, just about four months ago, our son was so sick. He was in Africa and he had malaria for the fourth time. He had a terribly high fever. And uh, quite frankly, the, the staff, the teachers, the headmaster, etc., were very cavalier. You know, they were Brits, and they were sort of survival of the fittest. And uh, I think actually the headmaster had won the Victoria Cross or something in, for heroism. But, you know, to a mother, that's really not very comforting. Um, and when I told Lee here that this was, was so troubling to me, all the clergy staff were praying for Henry. And I'm so grateful that he is well. He is completely well. I'm thankful for Susalie praying too. But you know what? It could be easy to forget because Henry's well now and, and I can forget that God has been so faithful in my life. But small groups remind us of this. Now back for closing to Monday night and training. You know, dogs are such relational creatures. They like chasing squirrels and rolling around and foul things. But at the end of the day, they want to run back to their owner, have some dog chow, and sit down at his or her feet and be told, good dog. Well, we humans, as it turns out, are not so different. We are creatures who desire deeply to be in relationship and while there are many fulfilling relationships which life offers, there is one which we have been called into that satisfies us most deeply. And that is a relationship with God, who we know in the person of his Son, Jesus. How do we answer this call from God? Come and see. Come and receive the body and blood of Jesus. Come and participate in one of these small groups. Maybe start the reading, the Bible reading plan. Come and know God in His holy word. Come and see.